Hello, this is episode 283 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Nisha Riley. So this episode is on the concept of growth out. I also want to demonstrate the racism in the five rank system. So I shared a link to this system in the introduction to this new series. And this is a classic example of what I mean by there's fundamental racism in religion and education. And I recorded a podcast many months ago on the language patterning within spiritualism and meditation. All education was formed from religious organisations. And so the imbalances we have and the scales which we measure people off have trickled down into the system. And you don't realise just how much of your thinking is formed in those two places and how much of your judgment of others, which was essentially what the last series of podcasts was on, was showing you your judgments within education. So in the classic text, these images are black and white, where white is good and black is bad. Black is vexations and white is good, it's wisdom. And I only realised as I started to form my blog how much of the colour theory, how important that has been to me in all of my methods since the beginning. I kind of take it for granted. I gravitated towards using colours because I paint, forming ideas around the primary and secondary coloured system. And it's now so striking to me, like if you pick up one of my methods books or where I draw things out, there's always colour present. And so I finally started to form that blog in tandem with this podcast where I'm going to share some of my methods. Not all. It's really important to me to only leave something good behind in the world, not something that can be twisted or manipulated into another scale to judge people on, another system to assess people as not being good enough. I've had enough of that. I have three psychological assessments. None of them tell me what I'm good at. So it's always been really important to me. Link in the description into the, the blog page. And there's three posts up and you'll see that colour theory is a huge part of this. So I went back yesterday and recreated the five rank system meets purple development. And so instead of black, I've used red, which for me represents personality. And instead of white, I've used purple, which represents expression for me. And blue is the potential that people have. It makes perfect sense to me in terms of development that the whole purpose is that you're traveling to a place where you're in complete truth and you completely embrace your personality. And the reason that expression is so important to me, which I've spoken about before, is that you can have a fantastic personality, amazing aptitudes, amazing talents, but if you don't know how to express those two people in the world, There's no point in them. So expression becomes wisdom for me. And one of the most important parts of this journey is the fourth step, which I've created as this sort of blue donut. It's this nothing space. It's a space which you travel out to separate from everything. It's quite empty, it's lonely, and it's isolating. And I'm going to do the next podcast probably and what's meant by loneliness and isolation. And, and Jung was somebody who really understood this. But it's a really important place to travel to, where you don't accept 
what you've been spoon-fed through religion and education. You question everything. And this was the point of the last podcast as well. It's this place you get to of questioning. And it's quite numb and odd in a way because you no longer fit into anything that you've known before. And a lot of people start to drop away from your life. Or they don't feel in the same place and on the same level as you. They've not all travelled to this fourth level place. And so it's a very fundamental place, that, that fourth stage. And I'm going to talk about it lots throughout this series because it's the place that's most difficult for people to travel to. So let's go back and start at the first stage. This is what's known as an off-centred place, is your sort of vexations, what's bothering you in the world. And the pandemic has been a great example of this for people because no matter where you are in the world, at some point, even if you're a year behind everybody else, you've discovered the sitting in your own silence and your own uncertainty in the world has caused people to go back to whatever vices are in their lives. Even if they've had a whole year to watch the rest of the world navigate this, once they have to sit in their own space, in their own uncertainty, without having places to rush to and without knowing what the schedule looks like or when it's all going to change or for how long you're in lockdown, everyone has crumbled. It's an incredibly difficult place for people to just sit with themselves. And so that's what this first stage is about. And I always say that personality is an inconvenience. It's an inconvenience in school to have a personality. It's an inconvenience in your place of work. It's an inconvenience in your relationship. People are constantly trying to morph themselves into something else. And most times when people ask me to work with people, it's kind of like, can you change them into something else, please? I always joke that I don't fix people, I optimize them. What I'm optimizing is you feeling good in your personality. You gradually being able to become aware of how to express your truths to the world. And so this first stage is almost the battle between the person you are and how to tell the world who that is. How to express your desires and your needs to the world. In the second stage, the wisdom has overtaken the challenges. You're starting to be able to be wise to your own true self and you start to see the differences in needs between yourself and between others and this is a very important part that takes place in all of the work I do where I spend a lot of time translating to others what is in other people's heads and how different people communicate and what they seek and why they seek those things. And so in this second stage, what becomes apparent is that difference and that awareness of yourself to start to express more who you are, but also to start to see that in relation to other people in the world. In this third stage, it's like as if you have this core of what in the classic text was this black circle of vexation encased in this white wisdom. And there's a sense of you being in control of your life. In my case, this is your core self. But it's almost the gnawing truth that's trapped inside in you while you're surrounded by the wants of the world. And how can you break free? 
you've become incredibly consolidated in who you are and in your personality and your sense of self. But you haven't quite managed to bring that out into the world and to really truly engage with the world and to find your community and your people and your thing. Like a lot of people who who come to work with me talk about having not found their passion or their purpose or their thing to be in the world. That's what this third stage is about. It's about consolidating this sort of core being and this core self and starting to think about how, how do I bring that to the world? How do I be in the world as me? And what am I going to contribute to it? And ironically, that's a big shifting point where in the classic text, what they're really trying to show is that there's this sort of vacuum of nothing inside. It's not actually white. It's, it's nothing. It's a space filled with nothing. It's a blank space. And for me, this is the most pivotal stage of development where you travel out of everything that you know to this place of isolation, which I'm going to record this podcast on. It's almost like it can be called going to the top of the mountain or whatever. And it's a place where you're removed from all you know. You're not afraid to be in the world without followers and without validation. You're no longer clocking up achievements. You stepped off the treadmill. There's a place of stillness. If, you, if you're Irish, you can no longer go to the pub and make small talk on, you know, mindless distractions and people asking you what you do so they can stuff you in a box. You just can't be bothered. It's quite a lonely place. You're sort of seeking something more meaningful, but you don't know what that looks like yet. And it can be a place of apathy. Like, it's a very content place to sit in. And I would argue that it's a place that a lot of spiritual teachers and followers stay in this place. It's incredibly comfort. It can, it can be a new comfort zone if you want it to be. But it's not a place where you're contributing anything to humanity. It's quite self-absorbed, quite self-contained. It can be very arrogant if you're not careful, which is a point, it's the point where I probably stop talking, if I'm honest. It's the point where I stop sharing with a lot of people because I just felt so different and I didn't know how to translate that. So there, the third and fourth stages are quite difficult to do and they can be real stumbling blocks. The most important place, obviously, for you to get to is this fifth place. And you would think in the original text that it's nice that it's finally black, but that represents vexations. It represents you being able to take things that are difficult and turn them into wisdom. So in other words, every experience that happens is useful. Every trial is a lesson. But for me, it's personality. It's, it's your truest self. And it's taken over everything else to a way. Your, your own truth. You're your best self standing there unapologetically not fitting into society, not believing all the structures that you've been told, not just looking at, at, a, at a system in a book and think, oh, that's the way it has to be, not being afraid to dismantle it and actually put your own colours onto it and think about it differently. And there's a distance and there's a gap to everything that you've been told to fit into. And you're no longer living in that space. You're living in your own space, in your own truth. And you want something new. And you want to contribute back to humanity. You want to grow something different. And you have all these signatures in your body of pains and experiences and suffering and 
low moments and just experiences that you've traveled through and that you've journeyed through in life. And they're all stored in you. And so when you go into new situations and things set you off and they trigger and they hurt you and they make you feel like you don't fit in or that you shouldn't be there, you don't react. You sit in that pain and you think, well, why am I feeling this and what does this remind me of? And how have I been here before and how is it different and how can I navigate through it? And then you start to meet lots of other people who are on the same journey. And they might be at different places or different stages to you. But you'll go back to this pain in your body and these experiences and what they, these memories. I describe people's bodies often as being like memory foam. You'll think, oh, well, I've been through this and I did this and I did that. And you'll start to translate it back to other people. You'll start to express your journey and express your experiences for growth for growth for everyone, you'll start to share back. You're no longer reactive. You no longer take things personally because you're standing in your own truth of your own personality and your own understanding of yourself. And there's complete balance with that. There's no jarring happening. There's no disconnect. There's no off-center anymore. There's no challenge between who you are and how you tell the world who that is. You're just you. And you work from this really compassionate place of understanding. And everything is referenced to you, but you see a gap to others because you've traveled through it. And you then begin to form your own, I suppose, tribe of people is how I see it, that you lead forward to do their own things. And some of those feed to you very deeply and support you with that. And others, you're just supporting their growth. You're just supporting what they need from you. And that's fine. But that is the, that is the ultimate form of development for me. And much of humanity gets stuck between this third place of having a, a really strong core or this place of contentment and isolation and, oh, I'm in, isn't my life fabulous? Very few people get to this fifth point where they have something to contribute back to humanity and they do it from a place that isn't around games or ego or point scoring or filling some void, some chasm inside themselves because they don't have a chasm, they have a core. Very few people get to that fifth place and that's what this series of podcasts is about trying to create. And I know it's probably been difficult to listen to this and not see the image. So maybe open up the link and look at the image while I'm talking my way through it.